Welcome to What Did You Say? Today we have a very exciting episode. We have a special guest who's going to join us and talk about everything we're going to talk about, including our question of the week, which is about gratuity. We're going to touch on museums and really cool things to see. And of course, we have Audra's favorite thing. Hey, Audra. Hey, Anne. Hello, everybody. We are so excited because we have a guest today. Shannon. Welcome, Shannon. We are happy to have you. How are you today? I am doing fantastic today. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Shannon, tell us a little bit about yourself. A little bit about me. Um, Well, I am from Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You betcha. Here, born here, uh, lived here my whole life for one year. Uh, in college, I was lucky enough to live in Spain, so that really uh, fed my love of travel, all things new, uh, music, dance, food, all that fun stuff. What is your sign? My sign. Proceed with caution. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm so glad that you could join us today. We're very excited. We are. Um, Thanks for coming on the show. How how do you two know each other? Oh, uh, how do we know each other? We met through work, right? Correct. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we worked with each other like many way years back. ago. Yeah, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, way, way back. The and best. Mm-hmm. We're just children. You were just children. The just continued to cross. Or you just couldn't get rid of each other. Yeah, he's real fun. We go, he's always a great um, baseball dance. We've gone to some plays, some musicals. What else do we do for fun? Um, there's often food or beverages involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is also that's always, fun. That's always a good time. We like that. Is that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We like it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, the first thing we have is our question of the day or week. Um, We asked some of our Facebook friends. I believe this was a write-in, I think. I don't remember, Anne. It it may have been. Yeah. About gratuity. um, How people feel about gratuity. Yes. No. And I left it up for people to debate as well because some people are just automatic about gratuity some are depends where that kind of thing yeah let's see what people are talking about like are we going to leave a tip that's always the question a lot of people and I don't know if it's because that people don't want to say you know I don't leave tips yeah because you know there's those people out there that That are are, they're not doing it but lots of people Lots, a lot. Well, I, I don't know how many oh, people. Lots of people are big tippers. A lot of people are big tippers. Tip. Yeah. Do you usually tip when you go out, Shannon? I mean, it really, I'm, I'm in the depends category. Wait a minute, that didn't sound right. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, usually. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it really, it really sort of varies upon what kind of uh, the situation is, I guess. Yeah. What the service is. Yeah, I mean, I have had lots of family and friends uh, who have worked in the service industry, as have I myself. So mm-hmm. I certainly appreciate everything that they do. I know that it's that they deserve. Um, mm-hmm. 
and, and it used to be, if you had asked me this 10 years ago, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I tip everyone. Um, but it seems like now tip jars show up almost everywhere. It's true. So it's a little hard yep. sometimes to, to, to be like, well, what have you done extra for me to tip you? Which is, which is a good question, you know, and, and who should we be tipping and how much and when and how often, you know, because, you know, like the tip jar comes out at the Dairy Queen. Now, I think that they do a really great job at Dairy Queen. They're handing me ice cream and that makes me happy. But did they really do anything extra special? Eh, probably not, but I still throw money into the tip jar every once in a while because I like them and they have a good product. And I also realize that they're probably not making a great wage. Yeah. But like you say, if it's Dairy Queen, I mean, that's a pretty important service for me. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, and, and that was kind of some of the comments that we got on Facebook. Like if I know that someone who provided who provides a service is being paid a low wage, I certainly give a gratuity. That might change as we go into $15 minimum wage, right? Yeah. I mean. And I think even, you know, even some, I mean, I think this is mostly in restaurants, right? Like there, there is, there are a few out there who are starting to really embrace the thought that, no, you know what? We're just going to pay our people well enough that they don't have to vote tips. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be a part of the, the model. I think that model of tipping hopefully is going away. If we know that somebody's making that higher wage, do we then go, well, I don't need to tip them? Or do we still feel like we have to tip in addition to this? See, that's too where it gets tricky. I know that sounds odd, but like where Shannon and I work, there's like delivery drivers. They make at the time like significantly less because they get tips and sometimes they end up making more even than even managers and then when the minimum wage goes up they'll be making even significantly more so it's kind of a catch-22 you want people to make wages and livable wages and I know people think well you know you're working at a restaurant why why would you think that's a livable wage well you know some people that's what they make yeah that's some that's their livable wage um and don't you want people that are that are providing a service, particularly food to you? Don't you want them to to make a livable? Yeah, not everybody's going to be, gonna be that- a doctor, a lawyer. Not everybody's going to go to school. Um, everybody is good. People are going to make different kinds of decisions. People are going to all kinds of people to make this world go round. So. Well, and, and let's be honest, $15 an hour is still nowhere near what a doctor's making. You know, oh. it, it, they're just not going to maybe have to have two or three or four jobs just so that they can feed themselves. Uh, you know what? There's office admins who make that. I mean, that's child care workers make that and they're taking care of children. You know what I'm saying? So, well, or, or even CNAs in a in a medical setting, right? The people that are taking, mm-hmm. you know, your 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 people who may be recovering from a surgery, or you know, your parents or your grandparents. I just think, wow, and they're making how much money to take care of you know something that's that important? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that precious to me, it's really really opening. I think something that's really changed tipping as well especially, and I keep saying 
pandemic, because we talk about this on a number of episodes, is I know when restaurants were closed or when we're allowed to open back up, when I ordered, finally was able to, you know, do curbside or something like that, I tipped higher because I know people were out of work. Even I was out of work, but I, I tend to tip higher a little bit because it's like, okay, people are busting their rumps because hours are harder to get or the people who are allowed to stay open are just going bonkers because they can't keep up with the pace of trying to turn out all the orders. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of um, light on staff and they're working really hard. And, and these places are yeah. just trying to stay open. And obviously we want yeah. these restaurants and, that we go to, to to be open when this is over. Yeah, so I, I was trying to tip a little higher if I could. I mean, it's not like I make a, a jillion dollars either. So it's kind of like, but I tend to. And also being somebody who has worked, you know, in a service industry, I tend to. That's, I think I appreciated one of the comments here that it says further than though gratuity, there's never enough kind feedback for people in the service industry. So I try to leave a note or tell a manager for someone who's great. They deserve some happy feedback because usually people only give feedback for negative experiences. And I think that's so true, not only tipping, but typically, uh, you know, cause I was a restaurant manager for over 20 years and you typically only get the crap news if people only complain. <laughs> That's true. And so it's Yeah, so you don't nice. hear when it goes well. You just hear when it goes. Yeah, it's so few and far between. And so that's something I share. I, I like to share. Like, you know what? I always have good customers. Like, even if it's like McDonald's, I've told, like, you guys always have really nice customer service here. So I, I think that goes a really long way, you know, just it, for anybody's it, day. You know, I, I was at the Target and there was a young girl who was checking me out and at the checkout aisle and she was very fast and very friendly. And when she was done, I'm like, you're awesome. That was amazing. <laughs> and yeah, that was it, you know, and it didn't it, you know, it didn't take anything out of my day, but it certainly, you know, made her feel like, hey, what she's doing is is important and, and it's good because we need those kind of people in the world. Yeah. And I know it's like target, like, well, like when I had COVID, like I was ordering stuff to be delivered because I couldn't go anywhere. And it was like, or when I was finally okay, but I didn't want to go in the store still, I would have stuff put in the trunk and you don't, they don't even want you to open your window or whatever. But I, made sure to leave feedback like it is they're so nice they come out it's so nice that you have perishables that you bring out now like thank you for doing I mean I realize that's a corporation and I would rather be local but not all local people do that so it's but as long it's so nice feedback goes so nice because people only hear just mean things so well we're always we're always talking about Minnesota nice and it's true to an extent but you it know. is, but people who aren't from Minnesota tend to tell you that it's, they call, they say Minnesota ice. And it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, I think people are afraid of their comfort zone, um, going outside of their comfort zone. I don't know. I have a sticker that says Minnesota nice enough. So, 
I, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I don't know, I guess, again, as a restaurant manager, it's like, I worked with like teenagers and, and older people and teenagers are, can be very awkward. And so your job really is to make them feel comfortable in the atmosphere. So you kind of have to be Minnesota nice. Like, okay. Let's, let's <laughs> talk about what we do when we have bad service. When, hey, we're normally 20% or higher tippers, but hey, we've had bad service. Does your tip go down? It might go to 15, but they're still making less of a wage. I mean, if it's just outright, like, it depends. I don't think anyone goes out of their way to give bad service. Yeah, and I, I always try to, you know, look at, like, is it really the server that was the problem? Or were there problems in the kitchen? Mm. And the server kind of has to deal with that. Um, are they making the effort? But maybe, you know, they're having a bad day. Or I guess I judge their intent more so than the execution. Yeah, because it could be circumstances. It could be a whole chain of events, you know. And the other thing is, I mean, I know that, you know, in some places they have to, it's assumed that they're making a certain amount of tips, you know, X percentage of whatever they're their receipts were right that what, what, what they think and so if you tip under that it's kind of like taking money away from them and i don't think i've ever had service that was that bad that i want somebody to give me money yeah. you know it's one thing that that kind of opened my eyes is you know in my travels i'm so used to tipping particularly you know if i go out somewhere for a drink or or something like that like it's just natural for me to tip and you should remember the first time someone looked at me I think I was in Spain and they they just looked at me like you know we don't tip here and I'm like well are you offended he's like well no but you don't have to do that and I'm like "Mm, okay but they took my tip anyway so yeah because they weren't offended no but they don't yeah they don't tip everywhere it looks like the Americans throwing my money at everybody right yeah 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 but hopefully the rest of my interaction with him didn't didn't convey that that's what I was doing okay well let's 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 move on our our next week question do you remember what it is Audra I don't know do you I do because I have it written down here Um, love it it's what's the most frustrating product you own oh so everybody can start thinking about that we will discuss that further next week we're going to move on to talk about museums but first here's a word from our sponsor Okay, we are now going to talk about some some local museums. Some might be um, some might be a little bit of a road trip. Shannon, something that I enjoy about your Facebook posts, which you know is aging us because like the kids don't post on Facebook, but um, is you are always posting Thanks some for nice, me. yeah, some nice art, if you will. I love it. So I want to talk about going locally a little bit and not locally. Um, cause not everything is open, but do you have a f- favorite museum locally at all? Locally? I probably would, would say the MIA. Um, oh yeah. Mostly because that's where I've gone the most. Um, to, to both the temporary exhibits and also their permanent collection. I always mm-hmm. seem to find something new there. I really enjoy that as well. Um, do you have any other favorites at all around? You know, one that was kind of a surprise to me that I went to just because it, it was a little different and I didn't know what to expect um, was the Museum of Russian Art 
in South Minneapolis, right off of 35 and 60th Street, maybe. I have not been there. Oh, no, uh, Diamond Lake Road. Yeah, some really, really cool stuff there. Yeah, the one off of 60th and 35, I think, is the American Swedish Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my husband loves going there with with our kid. I was going to say, I've not been there, but I've heard great things. Right. I say I'm going to go there, and I have yet to make it for some reason. What I did in preparation, because I enjoy going to museums, but I tend to do that when I travel. Like, I will travel to go to a museum, but for some reason... I don't go to museums here. We have so, so many I, good ones here too. I know. Yeah. Like, and I and I have been to uh, the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Oh, so I kind of went and kind of just like was like, what are the top museums here? And here are some of the top museums. So you did say the Minneapolis Institute of Art. That was one of the top museums listed here. Um, Russian Museum of Art, of Art was. The um, American Swedish Institute, which and your daughter is too, and and she likes it, so it's you can take a ki- a child there, and it's. Um, I don't know if you should. You know, my husband tends to go to places and let her wander, so they have a lot of stairs and like things you can hit, like drums and things like that. So, and okay. I don't know if you're supposed to hit the drums because I take a little mommy time during that time, so I actually haven't been there. But I think the last time he took her there, he was like, yeah, I think I'll wait a little bit before I take her back again. <laughs> so Got it. Yeah. Another one that was on there. Oh, well, the Science Museum. Have you, do you guys, have you gone there with her? I love the Science Museum. Yes. Oh. She's still a little little for that. I feel like you need to be a little older to really appreciate engage it. and appreciate all of those. But I, yeah. I personally love the Science Museum. Shannon, yeah, have you been right. to it? Yeah, I've been there a, a few times, and, and I, I, I like the fact that they do have things for, you know, kids that are pretty young, all the way up to, to things that are, you know, interesting for adults, you know, the parents and the grandparents as well. Um, I know the, the last time I went there, I think, was a Star Wars exhibit with some friends, and oh, they totally wow. geeked out. I am ashamed to tell you i have not been there since it was in the old location where it is now a psychology center wow um so i need to go i also need to tell you that uh the spam museum in austin (laughs) was on the top one i've never been been there there. i've never been um it's fun i you know what it was another roadside america trip I really need to talk about Roadside America in, a, in an upcoming episode at some point. But you do. Yeah. That, that was on there. And um, I don't even like spam, but you can sample spam there if you want. You can find how tall you are, uh, how many cans of spam tall you are. Oh, God, I've been to the Spam Museum, but not Paisley Park. Paisley Park is on there because it's a specialty museum as well. Have you, have you been there, Shannon and Nan, either of you? I Hello? have not. Okay. And I have friends who live maybe a half a mile down the road from there. So whenever I go to their house and I drive by, I think, oh, still haven't been there. I know, I need to go. Yeah, I, I um, have never been. I'm not I'm not a big Prince fan, though, so. Okay, that's... I, I've told you this, Audra. You have to get over it. I'm not going to get over it, but I will... I'm not going to be mean to you about it. Okay. It's okay. It's just... It's a little disheartening, that's all. Um, the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum is on there. I oh, mean, you've been and, there. Oh, and were you not there when we went to Walnut Grove back in the day? I don't I think I ever went with her. you. 
I don't. I, I don't think, think I made the pilmer. I. I don't think I was. For any of you who don't live in the Twin Cities that are outside of Minnesota and watched The Little House on the Prairie, there literally is a Walnut Grove, Minnesota, where Laura Ingalls lived. And um, yeah. And then, oh, this is the last museum. And you guys, the Minnesota Marine Art Museum in Winona. Have you been there, Shannon? I was just going to bring that one up. I've not been, but I've heard really, really good things about it. It is great. And the only reason I've been there, uh, my niece goes to school um, at St. Mary's in Winona. And I don't remember why she, I don't know. She knows I like going to museums and was like, oh, we should go to this one. It's supposed to be really great. And it's an old maritime house on right on the river. And I saw eagles on my way in guys <laughs> and it's great it, the all the you wouldn't believe right in Winona Degas Picasso there's there's a, a crossing of the Delaware or Washington crossing the Delaware there there's anyone you can think of just crazy amazing artists right there <laughs> It all has to do with marit- maritime, obviously. So they're all depicting some kind of water, but it's just who would ever have thought? But it's a, I liked it. It was a great museum. So you could take a nice little jaunt down there. Was the Minnesota yeah, History Museum not on this list? Not in like the top 10, but hmm. I love that museum. It's great. They have, they, they have, I mean, they have a lot of different options there for, um, seeing all sorts of things. I, I did a video about a 98-year-old Marine, and mm-hmm. I needed to take her photos from that time period, and so I contacted the Minnesota History Museum, and we actually went to the History Museum and videotaped her photographs in the World War II exhibit. You know, so we got to, like, put it on a tank and things like that. It was the coolest place. I loved it. It's really cool, and they have some cool exhibits. I'm so sad that because of the shut down and stuff the first stab exhibit wasn't open as long as it should have been so i missed it but it's it's great i used to live across the street from it it what else they had one that was toys that was really cool so shannon what is you you lived in spain for a year did you have any favorites in spain well, there's a the, probably the, the the one of the most famous museums for painting is in Madrid, um, the Prado Museum, mm-hmm. um, and I've been there countless times. It's one of those places that you can spend all day and you know and still not see everything and, yeah. and barely scratch the surface. Um, and they've been uh-huh. a couple of times since I've been there last, um, so I'm due for another visit. But it's just it's can be so overwhelming to try to see too much in one day, which is what I always do. I have something to tell you about the Prado. You can go and visit it virtually. And not only that, the Prado also offers a one-hour live show on Instagram every morning at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, I mean, you can catch it, the replay, if you want. Yeah, that's good to know. (laughs) I I mean, I I still sort of follow things that happen over there. So I do see notifications mm-hmm. on different exhibits that are coming through. And, and I always just think, Oh, I wish I could be there to see that. But it's, it's great to know that you know, that stuff can, you can see it in your pajamas at whatever time is convenient for you. Yeah. 
I wonder I, I wonder like, if a lot of those things are going to keep going after COVID. I don't know, but a lot of these places are closed. And so I thought, where, where can we go? Can a lot of these places are, there's so many that are virtual. And I thought, okay, what can I look at? Like the, is it the Reina Sofia? How do you say it? Where yes, the, that's, the, yeah. So there's the, where the Guernica is. triangle in Madrid. Yeah. So the Reina Museum, the, the Reina Sofia, which has, which houses, uh, Picasso's sort of masterpiece. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is, I mean, I had seen, you know, I'd seen pictures of that all through school because my major was Spanish. Um, but to see it in person is something else. It's just amazing, the scope and the, and the scale of it. So that was exciting. I've seen it, too. And the, we, um, that is also online. You can also tour and, that online. Uh, the third one, then, is uh, everyone just calls it the, the Tyson. And it's basically started out as a private art collection from a, a, some Spanish baron. And then his wife, who was Miss Spain at one point or something. Um, but that's sort of a, a, it's a really nice kind of a varied collection, permanent collection. And then they have um, different touring exhibits. I saw a great Van Gogh exhibit there uh, a number of years ago that was just stunning. I don't know if that, if that um, last museum that you mentioned is online, but funny you mentioned van gogh his museum in amsterdam you can tour virtually what other ones you can tour the british museum in london virtually that's one that uh, i really want to go see i can't remember what's there the the uffizi gallery in florence which also has the the gallery that has the statue of david um you can tour the anne frank house in amsterdam the acropolis museum in athens um, the Musée d'Orsay, is that how you say it in Paris? Yes. Yep. That, yep. that is my favorite. I prefer that over the Louvre. The Louvre, you can also tour. So there are so many things that you can tour virtually. So if you would like to escape and go to an actual museum in person, um, you can go locally. You can do a little roadside jaunt and go to, you know, any of the museums like the Spam Museum or Laura Ingalls Wilder, or if you want to go virtually and go to one of these awesome museums um, in Europe, you can absolutely do that. I, f- I feel like that should be like your favorite thing, but I know you, know, you have a whole nother favorite thing coming up. Um, actually, what I was going to say, you guys, is my favorite thing I was going to ask for each of us to say where your um, favorite museum is to visit. It can be anywhere. anywhere. Shannon, you're the guest, so I'm going to let you go first. Um, it, it would be really hard for me to pick just one, as trite as that sounds, but one um, that I think about a lot, just randomly, is in Mexico City. And it's the, um, I can't remember the name of it in English. It's, it's Munal. Um, National Museum, something, whatever. But it's it's one of those museums where the building itself is the greatest that it has, and that has all these great things inside of it. And it just, for whatever reason, that one just pops into my mind more frequently than any of the others that I've been to. Okay, so at least you can travel to it without having to, like, fly 10 hours. Although I wouldn't mind traveling to see it in person again. Because Mexico City is, 
again, it's a, I mean, it's a huge city. So many museums, so many options there to see things. Um, but even with all of that said, that that one particular museum is, is still my favorite for for whatever reason. It has captured my my imagination the most. I like that. I like it, too. Mm-hmm. I would probably say that MoMA in New York okay. was a lot of fun. The Museum of Modern Art. But... Ultimately, I have to say, like, my favorite museum ever was the wax museum that Audrey, you and I <gasps> went to in Las Vegas. <laughs> Madam because Tussauds. where else are we going to get a picture of us with Miley Cyrus and the Wrecking Ball? Like, yeah. And that literally is your ID on my phone. So if, like, you call or anything... <laughs> It's me with the wrecking ball and my Miley Cyrus. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I'd like to hear more about that, but I'm pretty sure whatever else there is stayed in Vegas, right? (laughs) No, we're pretty lame. We have, we have pictures. It's all good. Yeah, we do. It's pictures. (laughs) No, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, I went to uh, the one in London. Yeah. And there were some really cool things and some of them are really bad though. I got to say. Sometimes they are. You should go to the London Dungeon in London. That's scary. They have some wax figures with their heads off. Oh, my. Uh, my favorite is the Rodin Museum in Paris. It's, I didn't realize till I traveled when I was a young pup that I really liked sculpture. And he was pretty amazing, you guys. You know, he did the thinker. Um, what else has he done that's famous that other people would know? Oh, yes. The Gates of Hell, Dante. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, and then the, the sort of individual pieces from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're I terrifying. Think, I, think I, I think I might have to change my, my answer to agree with you, Audra. I just love it. I, this, is, this is how long ago it was. When I went, I had to bring two cameras, one with black and white film and one with color. And then when I went to that museum, I took so many black and white photos, like, because, you know, they have the the two people holding hands. It's just the huge hands and it looks so cool, like black and white. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I have black and white photos of the Gates of Hell, like different portions of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on that note, we're leaving you guys with the Gates of Hell. It sounds um, appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which i mean we're in a you know pan pandemic still so hope you know we'll be out of it soon everybody's back getting vaccinated so i think I, i'm fully yeah. vaccinated in two days so oh yeah i'm looking forward to it all right well shannon like thank you for coming on the podcast you've been awesome yes well thank you this was yeah i had a really good time this was i could talk about this stuff forever so well, maybe you'll come back on a future episode. Absolutely. I got plenty to say. You, 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 you have plenty to say. I, I kind of want to hear the backstory on things that you know about Audra that, you know, she wouldn't want you to tell us. Hmm. Hmm. Is that a throwback to the gates of hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.